Welcome back. Welcome back to Self-Express with Love Kills. You guys already know um, with this podcast, we like to transform our minds, express ourselves and learn how to have healthier habits and unlearn the bad habits that we have encountered through our trauma, um, our experiences and our pain. So today's episode, y'all, I feel like this is going to be a great episode. Um, I don't know how far or how deep we're going to get into it. But just know um, this whole journey with this podcast is about learning more about yourself, discovering who you are, letting go of the things that you may have been doing before, letting go of the people that you may have encountered before that caused the trauma or, you know, the pain, the suffering, whatever it may be. But um, all in all, we are talking about healing and growing um, into a better version of ourselves and really discovering who we are or who we may want to be. So this episode um, is about again, healing and growing, um, but realizing that in order to fully heal, which of course we'll get into all of that, um, you need to be less distracted because with, with those distractions, you won't fully be the the greatest person that you desire to be, whatever it may be. Um, whether you want to love yourself and you want people to treat you right. Um, a lot of these things won't happen unless you actually let go of the things that are causing you to be the specific type of way. So, um, we're going to dive right into it. Um, we can do a little brief recap honestly nothing's really been going on um i have been being consistent which i am very proud of um i felt like um i've been doing good i literally have been dropping the episode every single monday um i think for what the last past i want to say it's been about four or five weeks so a good month um that i've been being consistent and then one of the things that i thought about um if you guys listened to the last episode was that i wanted to actually do like little five minute encouragement pieces um the last one the first one that I did last week actually um I was driving in the car so I was like well I'll start doing them like if not towards the end of the week so it's kind of just like a um pick me up through the middle of the week so if you feel like you're a little discouraged or you know something's not going right quick five minutes about a random topic um you know just the same thing working on your self-love journey working on your healing working on your growing um removing negativity and all those things so if you guys have not checked out that episode please go back um it is the episode right before this one and I feel like that's pretty much it. This week is Thanksgiving, so, you know, it'll be a lot of family and love and all of that good stuff. So that's good. Um, but yeah, other than that, that's pretty much it. Um, so let's just get right into the episode. So this episode is called Healing with Distractions. And um, we actually came up with this because, um, of course, through the healing journey and through the self-love journey, we always are going to encounter setbacks. So just how we talked about setbacks, challenges, and all of that stuff in episode nine, um, we need to actually realize that a lot of times we're not fully healing or fully becoming ourselves because we are being distracted by things. Um, And one thing about the self-love journey and healing from your past trauma, it is never going to just happen once. Like, let's just start there. You don't just heal and you're good. Like, no, you're going to heal. You're going to have setbacks. You're going to, you know, maybe go back to a place where you didn't want to be. And again, you may grow and heal from your past, but that does not mean it's just going to, you know, be one experience, right? You don't just experience one trauma one pain right it's gonna end up happening again so this episode is really to talk about the distractions you may have um that's stopping you from fully healing or 
well, I shouldn't say or, but and um, we're going to talk about how to really get rid of those distractions and, you know, how better your life would be if you didn't have those distractions. So there will be plenty of times where people, um, where your pain may come from other people's mental issues or even around the wrong people. Um, there will be times when these distractions start to cause setbacks into your life. So again, like dealing with the wrong people, being in the wrong atmosphere, you may really just go back to being the, the girl or the guy that you were before um, even starting your self-love journey. So we don't want to do that. Um, and honestly, sometimes I've actually um, had that kind of experience b- dealing with a distraction and it kind of took me back to a place where I was like, Ooh, I don't like this. Right. And then I was like just in the funk and I just couldn't get out of it. So um, I feel like this would be a great episode while we are in our healing and growing phase. So let's just get started. So first, um, we're going to talk about the beginning of how when we are on our healing and our self-love journey that when it comes to healing you may overcome some things some bumps some hurdles some bruises um especially from your childhood but that does not mean that it's just not going to happen again right um and a lot of these things reoccur uh, within our lives is because of certain triggers that we have so this is one of um a good story for me cuz I know I love story time um One time I used to think that like, you know, in the beginning phases, and I think it's been about like maybe three, four years. I don't even know. I lost count at this point. Um, But once I start becoming aware of my feelings, my emotions and the way that I was moving and just learning how to learn myself um, or love myself, I'm sorry, and learn myself, honestly, because it's been a lot to learn. Um... I used to always think, okay, well, you know, I'm gonna work on myself and I'm gonna find out, you know, what's what's my triggers and accept it and move on and all of that stuff, right? And I was like, oh, I'm healed. And I know we had an episode before that was like, I'm healed and bored now, what? <laughs> and I felt like that was a great episode and that's kind of piggybacking off of what I'm saying now. You cannot just heal one time because you have to realize that these things that have occurred in your life, whether it's childhood, whether it's um, relationships, whatever it may be, right? You have suffered um, from some type of trauma or pain or both. Um, so those things just don't like go away. Like how we said in the beginning, we don't want to just think that, okay, um, you know, I healed from this and now I'm, I've, I've accepted it. I've moved on. And that's that something literally can happen to you within that next couple of days or that next week or the next month. And now you're back to that boom trigger spot. So I want people to realize that healing does, it it must happen more than once because if you think, okay, I'm going to heal from my childhood trauma and then boom, I've overcome it. I've accepted it. I moved on. And then next thing you know, something happens again. And it may be something that is similar or something that may have triggered you back to that same spot, or it may be something completely new, but the end of the day, you have to learn how to constantly be a healer right and I'm not just saying healing other people but healing yourself healing your mind healing your heart because healing does not just happen once so whatever it is that you may feel like you have healed from before just know maybe you should just you know use those strategies and tactics on how you heal from the past because there's going to be things that pop up and present itself in your life and it's going to make you want to actually like scream because you're like ah like another setback another challenge another trigger another trauma right but this is why it's important to be on your self-love journey because once you identify what those things may be that cause you trauma that cause you pain when it comes to it actually happening you actually have a way on how you're going to get it done so just don't think that healing happened once because it does not happen once it happens several times um and it's based upon you 
um, going through experiences that you may not like or that may be, you know, detrimental to your mental health, um, your emotional health and all that stuff. So just make sure, you know, healing happens more than once. You have to heal on a constant basis. Um, and even day to day things like I know there's things that I encounter um, on the day to day and I may not like it or it may make me feel some type of way. But best believe I'm going to breathe in and out okay let's write down our thoughts right whatever it is that it is that's going to help you overcome that obstacle that trauma that pain that suffering just make sure that you are aware of when it is something that is happening right and how you're feeling and and that's the one thing about self-love and being on the journey you have to really learn how to be aware and that's about what all we talked about in season one is becoming aware of your your actions your emotions your feelings and all of that stuff because if you don't honestly once you encounter something that may be triggering or, you know, it may be another trauma that you had just experienced, you won't know what to do. And you'll be in that funk that I talked about for forever. So you have to learn how to dig yourself up out of the hole. Um, I actually, <clears throat> I actually have had that happen to me within like, I want to say it wasn't like on a consistent basis, but y'all already know, like this whole from April to July, I was in the funk. Like it was just really like I was depressed. I was stressed. It was annoying. Right. And I knew what I needed to do in order for me to get out of it. But it was one of those types of situations where I just had to kind of just, you know, learn and observe and just really see what life was um, because it was just more so like a um, a transition into, you know, the, the newest version of me. So that for that example was a definitely a consistent basis. That was about three months that I was kind of in that funk. Um, but even recently, like there will be things where I'm not in the mood or I may have had an argument or a disagreement with somebody, or I may have even been around something um, that was kind of triggering to myself and my mental health. What I do is I try to just, you know, first of all, accept what has happened because of course I'm not going to ignore the fact that something has happened that's causing me to be this type of way. Um, and again, this is, this is an example for y'all to understand that you may feel like you have healed, but there will be opportunities and things that have occurred right in your life that will completely set you back and have you in that iffy funk. I know even for some people, you may experience um, family life stuff. Like there may be a loss in your family um, or there may be something that's happening within your family and that's okay, right? But you just have to learn how to accept it and figure out how you're going to deal with it because you ignoring it, um, you suppressing your feelings, you doing all these different things to ignore the fact at hand, like, and especially if it's like a death in your family or something wrong with maybe your mother, your brother, or your, your sister, right? Or maybe it's a relationship thing. Um, um, you have to really still identify what it is and why you're feeling this way and what you're going to do to move on because that is the whole healing process. You have to make sure that you go through things to get through things. And I feel like with me, when I'm in those funks, I have to really just sit and identify, okay, well, what's actually wrong with me, right? Because most of my funks are, I don't want to do anything. I want to sleep, right? I feel depressed. I don't want to, and most people may feel, you know, the similar feeling. Um, but again, you need to identify, okay, but well, why are you feeling like this? Because it's okay to feel like this, but let's really talk about why. And this may just be a conversation that you have to have out loud. If you like to journal, journal, right? Um, whatever it may be. Or if you want to talk to a friend, figure out why you're feeling the way that you're feeling. Because if you don't, you're just going to keep bearing your, your feelings, right? Bearing your, bearing your emotions. So figure out what it is that you need to do in order to, you know, get out of this funk and just move forward. Accept it, move on, and, you know, just do your day-to-day -day things that you need to do in order to dig yourself out of that hole. One of the best things that I can do, and this really correlates with having those distractions, whether it is people, um, whether it is certain environments, when it comes to healing and getting yourself out of those funks, 
really start moving. Like that is the one thing that I can say um, when it comes to being depressed, stressed, upset, um, you know, maybe having like just a mental breakdown, start doing something. Because the more that you decide to just sit in your bed or sit on your couch and eat ice cream and drink a bottle of liquor, like it's not going to help, right? Because you're just going to keep suppressing those feelings and keep trying to ignore what is actually happening. Get up and start moving. I don't care if you want to clean. I don't care if you want to go on a walk. Just start doing something, right? So again, healing happens more than once, definitely. Um, So just figure out what works for you and how to really identify what is happening to you and why it is happening. Um, So now we're going to talk about Battling with other people's mental issues or life issues. So this is really important because I feel like this is a huge distraction for ourselves, um, for other people that may not even realize that they need a self-love journey or that they need to learn more about themselves. When it comes to taking on other people's baggages, when I tell you it is the worst thing to do, especially if you are somebody working on yourself. And if you're listening and if you've listened this far, you are somebody who wants a better way of life or want to, you know, work on their emotional self or, you know, whatever it may be, right? You're here for a reason. So when it comes to taking on other people's baggage, and I say baggage because everybody at the end of the day has their own problems. They have their own issues, right? They're experiencing their own things. But if you are a type of person like me, (laughs) who's working on themselves, who doesn't like being around negative energy, who doesn't, you know, want to be in bad spaces, bad environments, dealing with somebody who may have mental issues or even just having some life issues, it can be detrimental to yourself. Um, And y'all know, I tell y'all this all the time. There are times where people call my phone or if I'm around somebody or even social media alone, something bad happens consuming that negative information and that energy that whatever maybe whether it's an argument whether it's um you know somebody that passed away or somebody didn't shot up the like it's so much stuff that has happened even in these recent weeks it's like people don't realize the things that you consume is what is really making you um and this is why I don't follow like the shade room I don't follow like Hollywood and like I don't even know the real Instagram names but I don't even watch the news because I feel like every five seconds is something negative and even if somebody calls my phone telling me about something that has happened I truthfully don't want to hear it and a lot of times if I don't even really want to vocalize which I don't encourage y'all to do I encourage y'all to if somebody calls you with some bad news or some gossip or some bs hang up (laughs) like respectfully hang up like they may call you back like why you hang up on me like I don't want to hear that, right? Or you can say, I don't want to, I don't want to hear this, you know, call somebody else. Goodbye. Um, but for me, a lot of times I'll just tune it out. Like I, I truthfully, cause if I know we're going to be on the phone for like two to three hours and we're just going to talk about everything, when you talk, when you bring up this one specific thing, or if it's something that somebody has done to that person, it's just like, you're triggering me and I, I don't want this. Right. So I'll tune it out. Right. Cause I've mastered how to tune things out and how to ignore things. But when you are actually in the moment with this person that may be dealing with this mental or life issue you it's kind of just like hitting me to my core like oh my gosh this negative energy so say for instance because I know y'all have experienced this before so we're going to use this as an example so I have been in experiences in environments where it's been nothing but negative and toxic energy and it's like everybody has gone through it um I know I've been through it a thousand and ten times with a thousand and different people right even my own stuff so imagine maybe let's just say it's like it's a holiday holiday coming up let's use that as an example right it's a holiday party and your girlfriend invites you to her house she having the little um what they the friends giving right (laughs) um and you pretty much you go to the event like everybody's playing games 
And say, for instance, her boyfriend walks through the door and it's like, okay, hey, blah, blah, blah. And he kind of just don't say nothing, right? And y'all know what I'm talking about because people have these energies that you can just feel when it's tension in the room, right? Especially if you know some background about your girlfriend and their relationship and you kind of just like, oh, here, it is. here he go. Oh, hey. And he kind of just give you like a side eye or like, you know, speak like nonchalantly, right? Um, because that's, that's something that happens in men a lot. They, if they really not messing with y'all or, you know, he be seeing a group chat, he, he not really feeling y'all for real. <laughs> so he walks in the room and then maybe he says something to her like, yeah, come here, like come in the room. Da, 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 da. And then you hear them arguing and it's just like, bruh, are you serious? Like this is a whole holiday family event and you want to pull her in the other room. And now we can literally hear you screaming. And I know this happens a lot with like married couples and like even in movies, like I'm just using this as an example, but say for instance, right, that is occurring while you guys are out there. And at this point, like nobody's going to ignore it. Cause if he's screaming, she's screaming, it's just like, it's just giving very much toxic, right? If a person like me is sitting in the room and I'm hearing all of this, or even let's take it to the extent where it's like he, she may be, and your friend may be in an abusive relationship, and you literally hear this man hit her, right? That can be something that is triggering to your mental because you may have been in an abusive relationship. Like I said, if that was me sitting on the couch and hearing all of this, you know, I would be having a problem. I'm to the point where now I'm trying to stop what's going on because, yeah, like, what's up? You sitting here acting like we're not in this whole family, love each other environment, and you're bringing that negative energy in. So what I need people to understand is dealing with other people's life issues and mental issues, right, can also be triggering to your own because you're around it. Like, when I tell y'all energy is everything, and if you're in that environment where that is happening, it's going to cause you to be stressed out. Because maybe, like I said, if you've been in an abusive relationship and now you're feeling like, man, I'm triggered. Like, I don't like this. And you may even go to stop it or whatever it may be right but in your mind now you're not in the mood at all like the whole family love thankful for all of that stuff is out the window because you just you're feeling some type of way like in your heart like this whole energy that's in the room and even if they didn't fight physically right or you know he may have been beating on her if it was just an argument and you just hear the things that he or he is saying to her right that emotional abuse is 10 times worse like i don't even care what anybody says it's 10 times worse um and you hear it and then he ends up like maybe coming back into the living room they come back into the living room and now he making a play and then he like acting like nothing ever happened it's like now you're in the mood where you don't even want to be around these people like and, and you're thankful right for everything and your friend and you love her but at the end of the day that was an experience that you did not like and now you have to make the decision of am i gonna keep dealing with this because i know this person gonna keep dealing with this right i know my girlfriend gonna keep dealing with him because even even on the normal right when she's telling me about stuff on the phone is making me feel like yeah no i'm not here for it right so in that space, and I've, like I said, I've been in those situations. I've walked in people's apartments. I've been to events, and I've I've seen things, right? I've seen full-blown, like, toxic things, and it's like, people don't realize, even the people who are in that situation, look at how it's affecting the people around you. Because at the end of the day, the things that you are going through with another person or the issues that you may be experiencing through your life as a friend, as somebody who loves you and cares about you, our biggest concern is your well-being. Because if I care about myself and I care about our relationship, then of course I'm going to care about the things that you go through and the things that you experience. And if I know that it's something that I've experienced in my life and I don't like it, 
I'm going to feel some type of way when you continuously keep going through it. So I just want y'all to understand that battling with other people's mental issues and life issues is very detrimental to your health, especially if it's not approving. Um, I know even for me, I had a friend um, in high school and we were both in like long term relationships. Um, and eventually like they, I feel like I didn't even really know that we were in the same relationship until like after high school, but I had got out of mine and, um, she was still with hers and it was kind of just like every, every, everything like just kept happening. And I'm just like, girl, leave, girl, leave, girl, leave. Right. And everybody's telling her the same thing. And it's just kind of like, she stay right. And I get it because relationships is easier said than done to leave out of a toxic relationship. I was in a whole what seven eight year abusive emotionally physically mentally relationship right so it's hard to get out of especially when you're in it and you care for that person and you want them to change but let's be real um let's not ignore what's actually happening like you cannot sit here and take on other people's baggage and other people's battles with their own mental and their life issues for because you love them because you care. No, you can either speak up and tell them how you feel or just simply remove yourself. And and this goes for even that girl that may have been in that toxic relationship with her man coming in the house, arguing, hitting on her, leave, right? And again, it is a little bit harder to leave when you're in that physical um, abusive relationship. But even if you feel like you're getting emotionally abused, leave. Because you're going to keep dimming your light. You're going to keep being in a situation that is never going to change. He has given you ample amount of opportunity, right, to change. And and this goes through all aspects of things, right? If he wanted to, he would have. So it's like you don't want to sit here and keep taking on somebody else's baggage because it's going to only make your mental, your 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 brain, right, go numb. Like you're going to just keep like you're going to at this point, you're expecting this this feeling to happen. Right. And I've even grown up uh, with, um, you know, alcoholism in my family. Granted, it has never been to the point. I think I may have experienced it once, but you know how most people have like that drunk dad and they come in the house and now they're hitting on everybody, right? I've never actually experienced that, but just realizing something like that and that that um, example, you don't want to keep, like at this point, you know this person is going to come in the house drunk and beating on everybody. Why would you keep staying? You know that this man is going to keep emotionally abusing you, yet you stay, like, I, you just got to remove yourself or, you know, express what's happening. And if you're that type of person where you're like, I'm getting things off my chest, I'm telling them and they keep doing it. Now they're not respecting your boundaries and you already know. Goodbye. Like, you, you don't know how to accept what I'm saying. Then you got to go like at the end of the day, because I cannot keep putting myself through this because of the things that you are dealing with internally. That has nothing to do with me. If you don't know how to treat me like I want to be treated or, you know, the way that I really deserve to be treated. I don't know why you're here. Like you just have to go. Right. So dealing with other people's baggages and life issues, it's really not safe for yourself, especially if you are somebody working on yourself. Um, so let's let's learn to let those people go. Learn to, you know, remove yourself from those environments, because, again, it just messes up your energy. And I know for me, at any time that I've been in that situation, recent or old, um, it's not a good feeling. And it, it it's to the point where it's not a good feeling that if it is somebody like one of my best friends or one of my sisters or one of my whatever, right, and their husband may have done that to them or, you know, emotionally or physically abused them, now I want to fight. Now I'm angry, 
right? And I don't like being angry. This is why I am happy and I have a self-love journey and I'm healing and I'm growing. But now once I have experienced this and I may not have experienced it firsthand, it may not be me going through this particular situation, but I'm here and I hear it. Now I want to fight. Now I want to tussle. Because I'm angry because now you're you're still putting yourself in the situation for one, right? As my friend who has known what to do. But not only now I want to fight the person that's causing you this pain. And I don't need to be in that space. It's, it's giving me why am I trying to fight and tussle and dim down my light, right? And, and now be an angry banshee. Why am I doing that? Right. But it's because you're taking on the the things that are happening. Right. That energy transfer is very, very real. And people need to realize and be conscious of what they do to other people when they're in those toxic situations. So if you ever are like, oh, am I that toxic girl that, you know, have my friends around the chaos or do I call my friend every time to tell her about this man who do the same thing to me? Really just take account of the things that you do, because I know at some point I had to keep like I had to tell myself, like, I keep telling my friends about the situation. Right. I keep calling my friends about what he done did now. I know they annoy that. I'm granted they your friend and they're going to listen, right? Because they love you and they understand how hard it may be to leave. But at the same time, really think about what you're doing to their mental. Like really think about how you're like, I know what my friends call me and they tell me about, and they tell me about things that's going on in their relationship. I'd be ready to curse them out. Like, and not curse my friends. I'll curse their man out because why are you playing with my friend like that? Right? So just really take account of, t- of the things that you do put out in the atmosphere um, because you could be just transferring bad and negative energy to a person. Um, especially if a person is experiencing what you are experiencing firsthand. Like if they, if they're actually in the environment where you're arguing with your man or your girlfriend or whatever it may be. Right. So just take account to the things that you um, do as a human being and how you pour energy into other people. Um, So now we're going to really just briefly talk about, obviously, dealing with things that causes you setbacks. So prime example, like I just said, being at at an event and your your girl um, comes in and whatever, vice versa, right? Your friend's there and then her boyfriend come, her girlfriend come, whatever it may be, right? Um, And now they're arguing, right? That is going to cause me to be in a funk for the rest of the day. I don't care. Like, unless I really remove myself, but even still, even if I remove myself, I, it's still on my mind because now I'm thinking, okay, well, how the rest of her night about to go? Or even if, because <laughs> I've never been in this firsthand um, as an experience, but I've seen movies like this. But like, say for instance, that same scenario, um, my girlfriend, she having a party, blah, 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 her man coming and he like, everybody get out. Like, clear out the room. Everybody get it right. And I've never experienced this. But if you know the history between their relationship, and let's just say he is uh, physically abusing her, and now he's kicking everybody out, it's like you're leaving, and now you're driving home. You're thinking, what's going to happen, right? You're thinking about, okay, what is current? Like, he could probably literally be hitting her right now. So people don't realize that dealing with those types of things and being around those types of energies will literally cause you to be in the funk. Like, if I have ever experienced that, which I have not, but I just use it as, like, as an example, I could see that happening in a movie, right? If I've ever experienced it, I don't even know that I would really leave. Like, he might have to just fight all of us at this point, right? But... If I was to say I left or, you know, maybe he came in not not as bad, right? And he may just be like, all right, y'all, you know, it's time to go. Da, 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 da. I hope y'all enjoyed yourselves, da, 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 right? But in your mind, you can see the look in her face and you kind of just know, like, you, 
you peep vibe, you peep energy, right? And then you end up believing, because he may not have came in like abruptly and aggressively and told everybody to get the F out. He might just say, all right, y'all, you know, have a good night, da 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 right? End of the night. But you know what's about to happen. So now you're at home and you're laying in your bed and you're just like concerned and you're worried like, oh my gosh, is he beating on her? Like now you're taking things home. And I've actually experienced this with work stuff, um, dealing with things that caused me setbacks because I used to work with kids and it was like a lot of times the kids weren't in healthy habits, right? They weren't in healthy um, environments, like even with their parents, like, and that, that would be the scariest part because it would be their parents. Um, and I've had, you know, kids go home and they may have gotten neglected that I've got kids who went home and may have got abused. Right. But now I'm, I done clocked off, clocked out of work at four o'clock and now it's nine o'clock at night. And I'm sitting here wondering what's happening with my student, right? People don't realize that when you have these distractions while you are on your self-love journey, or you may just be healing, right? There's going to be things that presents itself, but you have to learn how to just kind of, especially when it comes to things that you can control, just remove yourself. Just simply get out of those situations because the more and more that you stay in an environment, right, with a person that is that you know daggone well is a distraction to your mental, to your, your, your healing process, right, your self-love journey. I don't understand why people stay, but I, I do, but I don't um, because one of the things that comes with it to me is that you expect that but you you expect that person to change right you expect it to be better but you already know i'm big on patterns like if you constantly keep doing the same thing at this point i have to just accept it for what it is and move on now this is one of my biggest things and i swear the day that i figure out how to do it y'all will be the first one to know um being in a relationship that you know that is not good for you why do you constantly keep allowing this person to do the things that they are doing that they know you don't like, right? The day that I find a cure for this, where we know how to just say, you know what, F it, leave me alone, go ahead. Cause y'all, I ain't gonna lie, I give chances. So I don't really know, right? And I, I really just think it's a mental thing because I don't like the fact that especially us as females, um, take on a lot of stuff, like take on a lot of crap and BS. And it's like, you, you have a tolerance for it. And I've, I actually, uh, one of my clients before we were doing, cause she did, she has a self-love brand as well. Um, but we were doing a live before and I actually want to get her on my podcast too. But I had asked her, I was like, you know, okay. So if somebody messes, like say you're dating, um, and you know, somebody basically shows a red flag, what you doing? Like you giving them a chance, you letting them know what's up or you just automatically leave. And she was like, I'm leaving. And I'm just like, how you do that? <laughs> How you do that? And I get it because if you set the standard for yourself and for your life, right? People cannot come into your life and think that they're going to do any anything to you, right? Or make you do certain stuff or make you feel a certain way. The moment that you feel like that, you should feel like, oh, no, nah, I'm good. Like, goodbye, right? And I feel like more women have to be more resilient, right? More, they, they have to be able to just stand on what they say and how they feel. And that's where we come in with having those boundaries um, and being able to let people know like, hey, I'm not for this. But for me, I like to vocalize with you know, what's what? Like, I don't like this. I don't like when you did this. So can you not do it again? And now, and I, and I get it because as a, as a mental thing, me even saying those words to another person, oh, she let me get away with it this time. I'm gonna do it again. Right. And they may not be intentionally doing it, but they know, okay, she let me slide one time. She forgave me this time. Oh, when I slip up again, or if I do it again, oh, she ain't gonna trip. And this is the problem, right? And this is the current cycle that we go through because people don't realize the more that you accept things, the more that that person is going to keep doing it. So pay attention to the patterns. And if you are with somebody who may have, that you may have been in a relationship with for a while, or maybe it's been short term and it's been nothing but red flags and you keep letting them red flags slide, 
baby, what you expect? That's why they're going to keep doing it because you're not stopping it. So, again, I, I strive and thrive to be like that girl because she was like, no, first time, red flag, goodbye. Like, and sometimes she was like, I don't even give explanations. I'll just, I'll disappear. Like, and it's like, for me, I have a conscience. I'm like, how do you do that? <laughs> how do you do that? Because now I want to text them and tell them why I cut them off. Right. But again, you have to realize that that's causing people to spark a conversation. Oh, well, I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. And No, let it go. And again, you can even end it by just sending a simple text message and blocking the person. Right. Because you don't want to, again, show that person that you're okay with what they're doing. So Dealing with those things that cause you setbacks, don't don't stress it because we're gonna we're gonna figure out a way how to fix it, right? Um, and then now let's talk a little bit about having distractions that take you back to trauma. So I kind of already really touched on it with the example with your homegirl and her boyfriend busting through the door with the negative energy, right? So having that distraction when you're on your healing journey, like y'all, there's been plenty of times where I'm like, I'm triggered. <laughs> I'm triggered. Like, it just took me back to a place in my life that I I really didn't want to go. And it's like, I really don't like this. And again, I've experienced it with friends who may have, like, their 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 baby father have came in the room or, or you know, whatever it may be, right? I've, I've had these experiences. And it's like, now I'm watching this happening and I don't like this for my friend. I don't like this for my family. I don't like this for whoever it may be. Especially because I've been through it and now I'm triggered. Now I'm sitting here trying to figure out, okay, how can I cope? How can I overcome this? Because now I didn't experience something that secondhand, right? I experienced it from something that I didn't experience maybe four or five years ago. And now I'm triggered. So how do I deal with this, right? So how do we resolve distractions while healing? So first things first, if you have a person in your life that you feel like is a distraction, which you know, right? Because honestly, you feeling like you have a distraction is a bunch of balarkey. Like, you know, when you have a distraction, you know, when there's somebody in your life that don't need to be in your life. Let's be real. When you have that person, plain and simple, you can vocalize like me because I'm a little simp. You can vocalize and say, hey, I don't like this. Could you not do this again? Like, it really just takes me to a place where I don't want to be. Or I just don't really like it, so can you not do this? And the next couple of days, they do it again. That is your opportunity to say, okay, I am done because I express to you how I feel. I express to you my boundaries, my, my standards, right, the things that I have for this relationship. And you're not, you're disregarding it. I need you to go. I, I don't want to speak to you again. Like, however you want to say it, right? When it comes to somebody that is in your space, like, and you're just like, they're doing things that they that you don't really like, and you then told them multiple times, or even if you told them one time, you have to let that person go. Because if you continuously let this person linger and stay in your, in your atmosphere, in your energy, right? It's going to just, again, dim your light. It's going to make you not really fully be who you need to be. You're not going to be able to heal because this person is constantly showing you the same exact pattern, right? They keep bringing it up. So you're only making yourself, right? And your self-worth go lower. Like you're literally just, it's just not looking good for you, right? Um, And then also now when it comes to dealing with maybe your partner's baggage or, you know, your friend's baggage, whatever it may be, or the things that she's dealing with, I really need you to start vocalizing, okay, if your friend has put you in a situation that you really didn't like and is detrimental to your 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 past um, and your mental health, right? Tell them, I don't like the situation that you had me in. You know, I really felt like blah, 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 whatever it may be. I ask that you never surround me with this again. Um, and I would like an apology. Like, cause some people may actually want an apology. Me, I don't care. Just don't, just don't do it again. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you how I felt and just don't do it again. I don't even want you to apologize because I truthfully don't care because one thing about me, 
apologies have to matter. Because if you're going to apologize, that means you're never going to do it again. Right? Oh, I'm sorry. I'll never do it again. That's usually the first thing that people say when after they say, I'm sorry. I'll never do it again. So don't say sorry to me. Because if you're sorry now, you're going to be sorry again. That's, that's just me, right? Just, I, this is how I felt. And I would ask for you to not ever put me in that situation again. Okay. I respect that. I don't even want a response, honestly. You read what I said. You heard what I said. Don't say sorry, right? Because I know the first thing that I would say is, oh, I'm sorry. I'll never do it again. But anytime that I hear, oh, I'm sorry, I'll never do it again. It'll happen again. I'm good. <laughs> like, it's just something like psychologically when I hear that, I, you're going to do it again. Don't apologize, right? Now, if it's something small like, oh, you you dropped that, da 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 Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. I'll accept that apology. But if you're if you're doing something to me and maybe you've done it before and now you're saying, I'm sorry, I'll never do it again. It's very triggering to me. And I'm like, don't say that. <laughs> don't say that because you're going to do it again, right? Don't don't make promises that you cannot keep because I for me, sorry, I'll never do it again. It always happens again. So I'm good. <laughs> so, yeah, when it comes to taking on other people's baggage, just make sure that you present um, to that person that may be causing you that pain, that trauma, that suffering, that flashback that is very triggering to your mental health um i don't like this and don't put me in that situation again now if they decide to do it again right or if it happens again and a lot of times these situations where you're in um you know a bunch of chaos and your friend may be arguing with her man or whatever maybe a lot of times that stuff is not intentional but my thing is if you know that every time we go out and i drop you off home your man gonna want to argue with me don't ask me to go anywhere just really take initiative and, and be like, you know what? He be tripping every time you drop me off late. Or if he mad at the fact that you coming in the house at four o'clock in the morning, have yourself home or let's go at 12 o'clock. Cause I don't have time, <laughs> right? I don't have time. So just really, again, if you are this person who may have experienced this or may have caused somebody else to experience this, tell these people, right? How you feel. Or if you are that person who is always putting your friend in the situation, be like, you know what? I'm not even going to ask her to come because I already know he acting like this right now. Imagine later on. I ain't got time, right? I ain't going to put her in this situation. And a lot of times I've, I've been in those situations, right? And there's some times where I'll tell my friends like, oh, no, it's not a good day. Like, <laughs> no, nah, I don't come over because I don't know. Right. And I get it. It's not healthy. Um, but again, that person that is in that particular, you know, toxic, negative energy situation, they have to want to get out of it. I can't sit here and say, oh, you don't want us to come over. Or, oh, you don't want to go out because he going to be tripping. That's none of my business. You don't want me to come out with you? Okay. <laughs> I'm not asking no questions no more because I've been in so many situations where it's like, it's just, it's, it's just too toxic. I don't want it. So if you are being that friend that's like, oh yeah, I'm good. You know, we going to go out another day. I'm not even asking no questions. Okay. <laughs> or if I see the look in your eye because we on FaceTime and, and you like looking to the side because he next to you. Okay. Because I can't take on that baggage, right? I can't for one, if you telling me it's not a good idea for us to go out, I'm going to believe you because I'm, I'm real big on energy and signs. You telling me you feel like it's not a good idea. Okay. I'm staying in the house. But then when it comes back to, okay, now your friend is actually dealing with these things. I can't take on that baggage no more. I can't like I and there's plenty of my friends who may be in situations right now and it's not really healthy for them. But I can't. You're going to stay. You're going to keep dealing with it. I, that's your life. That's what you want to keep dealing with. By all means, have at it. I won't. 
I won't. I will not. <laughs> I'm good, right? And it's like, yes, you can still be that friend that give advice and, you know, but at the end of the day, if it's something that's like a reoccurring cycle and it happens all the time and it's been happening for the last five years, girl, stop telling me stuff. <laughs> stop telling me stuff. So these are the ways that you can really resolve um, your distractions while you're healing. And honestly, all in all, if you have those boundaries set where you don't want to hear about those distractions or if you even... Um, you know the patterns, right? Just say, I don't want this. I don't accept this. Please get out of my life. Y'all already know the first, the first and easiest thing to do is to just remove negative energy or negative people or toxic people from out of your life. Right. But if you may have been in that experience firsthand where the, your partner or your family member or whoever, maybe your coworker may be negative and be giving off that, you know, that negative energy, Hey, I, I cannot do this anymore. I ask that you not swarm my life and my brain and my mental with your problems. Or if you're just not simply listening and you're just not doing what I asked of you, then you have to go. So end of the story, moral of the story, if it ain't for you and if you know that it's a distraction to you, let it go. <laughs> That's it. So, I hope that y'all have enjoyed this episode. I felt like this was really good. Um, where we at? Oh, y'all, 40 minutes. Y'all know I always got to check the time because I'll be proud of myself. Um, but I hope that y'all have enjoyed this episode. Next week, we will actually be talking about cleansing the space. So we already know that we're we're dealing with setbacks. We know how we're going to transform into our better self. We're healing. We're growing. There may be things that pop up. Right now, it's time to actually talk about how we're going to clear out this negative energy because it needs to be gone. So I will see y'all next week. Um, we honestly, I probably will end up dropping a little five minute segment um after the holidays. So just be on the lookout for that. If you guys have not subscribed to the podcast channel, please make sure you do so that so that you never miss a podcast episode. Um, and you stay up to date and. And again, leave us a review. If you want us to have uh, specific topics, let us know. Um, if you want special guests, let us know. If you want to be a guest, let us know in the comments. Um, leave us a review. The rating and reviews really help us get out um, to other parts of the world and other people that may not know about us. Because when it comes to podcasting, it is truthfully hard. But I do it for y'all. I don't do it for you know having the exposure. But I really want other people to know these things that we are talking about. And learning more about their self-love journey and letting go of their past. So... I love y'all to life and until next time.